Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Thursday morning. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along as we're, we get into the Word of God and pray over it. And this morning, that's exactly what we're talking about, prayer. And specifically, we're looking at the prayers of the Apostle Paul. You know, in James, we read that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. And we want to be praying effectively. And to do so, we want to follow the models and the examples given to us in Scripture. Now, in Scripture, we're told in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 that we can pray about anything that worries us and that we should. Basically, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. I like the Living Translation that simply says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. And so we are certainly, we should be praying about anything that would worry us. When we think of, you know, our finances, our health, our family, our job, our neighborhood, our government, the politics, the thing, you know, all these things. We should be praying about anything that would worry us. But I noticed also that the Apostle Paul models for us prayers that we sometimes we don't pray these things as often and it seems like his prayers rise to another level or take us to another level they take us deeper with god they take us they're concerned with the inner life and indeed this is important because we know that as christians we don't want our faith to only be about the temporal and the material but rather we want God to be transforming us from the inside. Paul's prayers seem to be prayers that would be good for a Christian in any culture, at any time, no matter what the circumstances. It could be a time where everything's going well. It could be a time when they're under intense persecution. It could be a time where Christianity would be, um, you know, it's fine, it's safe to be a Christian, a time when it's not safe to be a Christian. At times when earth is okay, shall we say, and at times where you're just longing to go to heaven because earth isn't a good place at all. Paul's prayers seem to be lasting for all Christians, all cultures, all times. And so we want to look at some of those because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't hear a lot of people praying these type prayers for other Christians. And I'll confess, it's hard for me to remember to be praying these type prayers that are modeled for us by the Apostle Paul in Scripture. Some of them for sure, others of them not so much. So I'm going to read a list of some prayers that Paul prayed. And I want to ask you, when was the last time you prayed these prayers? And go through and think of some of these. And by the way, if you, have, you want a list, these, are, these were in my daily email last night. I hope you subscribe to it. You go to Tom Short, excuse me, TomThePreacher.com, and just right there you can subscribe to Tom's daily email, and you'd get things like this list. If, you, if you're listening to this and you didn't, haven't subscribed yet and you like the list, email me at Tom at TomThePreacher.com, and I'll, I'll forward you a copy. But here's the thing I want to ask. When was the last time you prayed any of these prayers? I'm going to say 15 things here. When was the last time you prayed any of them for other believers? Let's think for a minute. Who are other believers in your life? How about your husband or your wife? 
How about your children? How about your pastor, small group leader, other members of your small group, other members of your church? How about me? When was the last time you prayed any of these things for me? How about Christian friends that you have that aren't in your church, but they're still Christian friends? Brothers and sisters, we live in a time where it's been easy to be a Christian much of our lives. It's getting harder. It's getting harder. There is a greater persecution coming upon us. There is a greater disdain. People are rising to positions of influence and power who in you know 20 20 25 years ago on the campuses I saw that the atheist moved from tolerating Christians like live and let live to seeing Christians as a problem a hindrance to progress etc and having a, a a far more aggressive attitude of wanting to um, cancel us and remove us from the influence in our culture. So it's, it's a tougher time. And we better be praying good prayers for one another, prayers that will be good in any circumstance. So here's 15 prayers, and I want to ask again, how, have you prayed these for your husband, your wife, your children, grandchildren, your pastor, small group leader, church members, uh, me, other Christians that you know? Are you ready? Here we go. These are 15 things Paul prayed for other believers. Ephesians 3, he prayed that we be strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's a good one, that God would give us power and we would have the power of God in our lives. Number two, that we would know the greatness of the love of God, the love of Christ, okay? Number three, and, and there he, he prays, if, excuse me if I remember, where he says that we know the height and depth and width and breadth of the love of God, love of Christ so that we might be filled up with all the fullness of God. Number three, that, we would, that God would grant us peace in every circumstance. Wow, that's an important one. We usually pray that we just get out of the circumstance. And Paul's praying that God would grant them peace in the midst because sometimes circumstances last. Sometimes things that we don't like, they last. And that God would grant us peace in the midst of every one of them. Nothing wrong with praying the circumstance changes either. But he's praying in the midst of it, we'd have peace. We'd rise above the challenges. Number four, that God would fulfill every good desire to bring him so that God may be glorified in us. We talked about this back, I believe, in September or October as we went through uh, uh, two weeks on Psalm 37.4, that God would that delight yourself in the Lord and he would grant you the desires of your heart. And Paul prayed that God would fulfill every good desire. I pray that for you. I hope that for you. I love this prayer, and I do pray this one, that God would fulfill every good desire that we have that would bring him glory. Hallelujah for that. Number five, that the name of Jesus would be glorified in us. Paul prayed that even if he was going to die. He said in Philippians that, that, in, that this was his hope and expectation, that no matter what happened, the name of Jesus would be glorified in him. And we should pray that for others as well. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what the trial, no matter what the, if we, victorious, or it may be where it looks like we have failed or lost, that the name of Jesus would be glorified in us. Remember, Jesus is glorified not only with that athlete who wins the championship and gives glory to God on TV, 
But he was also glorified in those martyrs who were burnt at the stake. So whatever the circumstance, the name of Jesus would be glorified in us. Number six, that God would fill them with joy, peace, and hope. Again, no matter what the circumstance. And I pray that for you. We pray this often, don't we? The joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't ever want to lose it. Remember what we say here often. We have something the world didn't give, and the world can't take it away. So that God will give us joy, peace, and hope, no matter what the circumstance. Number seven, that they would do no wrong. That's a good prayer to pray. Pray that for everybody you know. Pray that for people who are under temptation, that they would do no wrong. 2 Corinthians 13, 7. Number eight, pray they'd be filled with the knowledge of God's will. This is so important. We only have one life. We want to make it count. We want to make it count for eternity. So pray that we would be filled with the knowledge of God's will. Number nine, that we'd walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. This one's so important. It comes up more than once in Paul's prayers. We are not worthy, we're not worthy of what he's done for us, but, but now that he has done it, that we would live worthy of who we are, what he's done. We're the children of God. We, we, have, a, we have his name to uphold and that we would walk worthy of that at all times. This is something we should pray because many people don't do this. Many Christians aren't doing this. We need to pray for them. This will be their motivation, that they would live worthy of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, whom they represent, whom we represent. Number 10, that we would please God in all respects. What a prayer. Father, I just pray that no matter what happens every day, my heart, my attitudes, yours as well, would be pleasing to God. That's who we want to please. Number 11, that we would bear fruit in every good work. Jesus said, by this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, in John 15. And Paul prays that we would bear fruit, that you would bear fruit, the fruit that would bring glory to God in everything you do. Number 12, that we would increase in the knowledge of God. We don't want to become lazy and think we know the Lord. We're going to spend all eternity to get to know him better. And right here on earth, the more we know God, the closer we get to God, the more we walk with the Lord, the, the more our lives will be transformed and the more they'll glorify him. This is where it starts, that we would know the Lord and, of course, love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Number 13, that their love would abound more and more than real knowledge and all discernment, Philippians chapter 1. We need to pray this because this is when Paul talks about how we can know what the will of God is and what things we should be doing with our lives and specifically how how to discern between something that's okay and something that is of superior value. How do we do that? By our love abounding in real knowledge and all discernment, not a fake love. Not a worldly love, not a fleshly love, but the true love of Christ will lead us. If the true love of Christ fills us, will lead us in knowing the will of God. Number 14, they know the hope of our calling. Do you know your calling? I, 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 I tell the students on campus, one of the three things I hope for every one of them is that they would find the calling of God upon their lives. They're all looking how to make money. Some are saying, I want to figure out a career. I say, I hope you'll discover your calling. God put us on, on earth for a reason. It's more than to survive. It's more than just, just to arrive safely at death. God put us on the earth. He gave, he, we have a calling. 
and we want to fulfill it. And I pray that you and I would know that calling and we would walk in the midst of it. And so this is something we should pray. Many don't know God's call in their life. They don't know why God put them here. And they don't know this. I mean, God calls us to salvation. But also God has a call about, upon what we're to do with our lives. And many don't know that. And dare I say, the longer you go in life without knowing God's call in your life, you're, you're missing. You're missing what God really has for you. Number 15, that they would know the surpassing greatness of God's power. You know, we often pray that someone would overcome an addiction or uh, we, we, we pray they would see this, this happen or that happen. What we need to do is pray that the, God, the power of God, they would know it so that the power of God might be displayed and exhibited through them. It's often in our weakness that this happens. Well, those 15 things, my friend. And so I don't know if those are things you're praying for others and expecting for yourself. Of course, you can pray these prayers for yourself too. But like I say, <clears throat> we want to pray intelligently. We want to ask God to, to address the things that will cause us to really rise above in our Christian life. There's nothing wrong at all, don't misunderstand me, with praying about the day-to-day -day things that worry us or concern us. Remember, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. Certainly, I'm not suggesting that's wrong to do, but I'm saying that if we want to really walk in the victory of Christ, no matter what our circumstances, these prayers of Paul will help us rise above and be those type of victorious Christians. Father in heaven, we thank you for this list of prayers that are exemplified for us through the prayers of Paul. And Father, we've mentioned them here and how we pray for each one of these things to be true of us, to be true of me, to be true of all who are listening and joining us today. I pray, Father, these, this, this, these 15 things would be true of our spouses, of our children and grandchildren brothers and sisters. We pray these things for our pastor, small group leaders. We pray these things, Lord, for our church members. We pray these things, Lord, for our brothers and sisters who are struggling with temptation, who are struggling with difficult circumstances, who are struggling with illness. Certainly, Father, we ask you to meet and address their temporary needs. We pray that you'd, the, you'd be healing the sick, You'd be providing all that's needed for every one of your children. You'd be giving relational wholeness and healing. But Father, we believe that so many of these requests, the answers are found in this list that we've just discussed, that we know the love of Christ, that we know the power of God, that we would have peace, joy, and hope in every circumstance, that we would know the hope of our calling, that we would abound in love for others with real knowledge and all discernment. Lord, that we do no wrong in any circumstance. Lord, that we these, these different prayers that we pray, that we would know the will of God and we'd walk in it fully to please you in all respects. Lord, these are requests that we pray for us and I pray that they would resound in our hearts. We're asking you, Father, to change us from the inside out. We believe that comes through the knowledge of God, which we have through Jesus Christ. 
And so this is what we pray for us. We pray for us and our loved ones who know you. We pray this. We give you these requests. And we thank you, Father, you hear. And we thank you that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man will accomplish much. Oh, Father, we confess to you our, our lack of prayer, our lethargy in prayer, our neglect of prayer. Help us, Father, to be faithful, to lift up these requests and know that you hear us. And if you hear us, we know we have the request with which we ask of God. We're, these are in the will of God. We know that. We have no doubt these prayers, we don't have to add, Lord, if it be your will that they would please you, if it be your will that they would know your power. We, we don't have to add that disclaimer. We know these prayers are your will for us. And so we pray them with faith. We ask these things, we give you this very day, and pray that these prayers would be lived out in us this day. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thanks for being with me today. I love you guys. And I isn't that wonderful? What a great list. What a great description of what we're aiming for. More importantly, what God is aiming to do in you and me. That's the thing here. We're just praying the will of God. These things we've just discussed, that's what God is doing in you and me. That's the target he's building within us, the goal. So, these are where we're aiming. That's where we're going. That's where we're going to arrive as well. God bless you. So glad to have you along. I'll be back tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. I hope you join me again as we continue looking at prayers in the Bible and how to be more effective in our prayer life. Please share this uh, video with others because we all need to learn how to pray better. Share this video with others. others encourage them. Share with your pastor. Encourage him to, to uh, look at it and, and, and say, tell him these are things he hopes you hope he's praying for you. Amen. God bless you. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye.